What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the FM Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is This is Joey Janela. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. It's Wednesday night. We're all pissed about something in the world of wrestling, which means it must be time for another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Avenging Ben talking to you from mediocre Queens, New York right now. And joining me, as always, is the sometimes psycho, the moderately hardcore, and the always whole milky one. But this week, I'm just going to call him Whole Milk Mike. How you doing, sir? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? Good, sir. Long day. Very long, very long, stressful day, but I'm, I'm feeling better, but I'm feeling better now, and I'm happy to be talking with everybody tonight. Wait, are we... And we have a third man tonight, and his name is Raymundo? Um, no, unfortunately. Ray could not make it this week for reasons I will get into in a yes. little... Yeah, I know, right? You know, the one th- despite everything that's going on between us, and I'm still kind of pissed at you, but aside from that, the one thing I think we can both agree on is, fuck Ray. Stop getting your panties in a bunch. I'm still mad at you, and I'm not getting over it that easily. And focus also, on your match, focus on your match, and I'll focus on mine. Fuck Ray and fuck the fabulous Moolah, which we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But but don't worry, I thought ahead and I put a call in. Now I did put a call into uh, put out a call to two people today. I call tried calling up Matt the Daddy, but unfortunately he is still on vacation in Spain, so I could not couldn't. Mm. Couldn't get uh, couldn't get the daddy in this week, but I put in a second call and uh, I had to put in a call to our good old buddy uh, Satanic Tyler, who should be dropping in any minute now. Wonder where he's at. Did, did you just come out of the Did you just come out of the fucking sky? Then you, then you literally said he would drop in. I was speaking figuratively. I didn't think the schmuck would actually do it. He took it too literal. Tyler, how did you get up in the sky? <laughs> Don't have questions. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. Space is, space is warped. Time is bendable. So, Tyler, how you doing, buddy? I'm in pain. Oh, my God. Uh, ben? Yes. Huh? He crushed the Pepe. God damn it. He's the only reason people tune into this fucking show. It certainly ain't us. Hold on. Let me call him. Call an ambulance. Guys, I'll tell you what, just give us give us 30 seconds, then we'll get Pepe. We just gotta get Pepe some medical help. Okay, this is where I'll like edit in like some uh some like TV interrupted music and then we'll be back. Edit edit in like there's like a, there's like a there's a meme where it's like an ambulance is what coming by and there's a song playing in the background. Just play that. To the hospital. <laughs> something like that. But I'll, I'll think of something. But And we are back in three, two, one. 
All right. Uh, he should be. He should be okay. I. I think. Hopefully, he'll still be able to walk after that. Poor. Poor person. Uh, I'm doing a little bit better now. I got some medical help from the um yeah. or whoever was on there ambulance. Very good. Ow. Very good. So, uh, by the way, Tyler, before we get into business tonight, you made out a little tweet earlier this week saying you're sick of her bullshit or something. What was up with that? Yeah, you guys need to get your shit together. Like seriously, like I had a little, like you called me. You called me this week to see if I could be on that because because. Ray Ray is away at the moment. I don't know why. I'll get into that in a second, but I've, give your piece first. I've, I was here, I've been hearing you guys for the past couple of weeks going back and forth with one another. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm here in Philadelphia like, what are these guys doing? I need to stop this right now and have them be friends again because this is ridiculous. Uh, it is pretty ridiculous. Although you yourself, sir, were embroiled in some drama, didn't you call out like Matt the Daddy like a few weeks ago on Twitter? Yeah, I did. He hasn't called back uh. or tweet back. I, whatever I did, I, yeah, I yeah, tweeted him. Yeah, I he hasn't, he hasn't responded back to me at all. I haven't heard anything from him. Is mm. he afraid of me? Like, uh, been, like, it, it would be impossible for you to call him because you don't know him. <laughs> he'd find that. he's satanic Tyler he finds a way he most definitely finds a way but before we get into business before we get into the business of wrestling news tonight let's get into let's get into um, the little bit of business and concerning where Ray is at tonight he did leave me a note left me a note so he can, he can write yeah I know I was just as surprised as you so here we go well, he's, a, well, he's a lawyer he's a lawyer by the loosest definition of the word so let's get into this hey sometimes lawyers can't write you know who knows alright blah, 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 blah. okay here we go dearest simpletons okay for, for a good start off to a great start first of all to first of all dear Ben blow me Okay, now I figured that was going to be the first thing he said. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, if you guys are wondering where I am this week, I am at the asylum with my familia. Still don't know how the fuck that works. I am training up for GWP Mania slash Psychomania in the coming weeks, and I want to be as prepared as I can to be the host. Blah, 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 okay. Please don't do anything fucking stupid while I'm gone. Also, don't book that stupid schmuck Tyler to appear on our show. I will never forgive you for that. Too late. Right. Okay, so we already filled one thing on his list. All right. Don't worry, don't worry, Tyler. You're not a schmuck. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Mike. Mike, by the way, Mike, take your pills while you're gone. Don't go crazy. Don't break anything. Blah, 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 blah. By the way, I, d I left Pepe with you guys. I didn't. I, there wasn't enough room for him in the car. Ooh. Please don't let anything happen to Pepe while I'm gone. I never forgive you guys. Okay, so okay. we already fucked that one up, didn't we? Uh, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say, have a good week and see you guys next time. But I don't like any of you assholes, so I'll just say this: suck my balls, suck, fuck you, simpletons, and have a lovely day. Loves it, hugs and kisses from the asylum, and then I think some gibberish about. Your time is almost up. Psychomania, blah blah blah. Something about mist, and that was about it. Are you sure that's from Ray Ray Mundo or one of my ex-girlfriends? Uh, could be both. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if Ray Raymundo happens to be listening to this, what's up, fuckhead? It's me, Mike, and that's Ben. I'm gonna kick your mama in the face, and Ben's gonna kick <laughs> your dad in the nuts. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I can. That's some confidence, man. Yeah, I could, I could, whoop, I could whoop Smiley. I mean, that's kind of what I, I have been doing. Has been doing it. Come on. Hmm. Everybody on the Indies has been doing it. Oh, don't. Oh. The dude, the dude pinned one half of LAX this past weekend, so that's something. Still hasn't beaten. <laughs> I'm kidding. He still ain't beating me. He still ain't beating me. I was going to say something really... <laughs> Impact don't count. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I can always count on you, Mike, to make it Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Smiley, we love you, buddy. You're, you're the fucking best. You're the man, dude. But seriously... Uh, time to finally get on to the news this week. Are you guys ready? Yes, and our first topic is very controversial. Uh, first, I'm actually Yikes. swapping the format right here. We're supposed to give our thoughts on Fastlane, but because this is the hottest topic, we're going to start off with it first. Me and Tyler are going to give our thoughts on Fastlane in just a little bit, but before that, time to talk about the fabulous Moolah. What do you want to talk about first, Ben? You're doubling words here. <laughs> I want to talk about first, I want to talk about the fabulous Moolah, because this has been pissing me off for the past 24 hours. For those who don't okay. know... Let's talk, let's talk about uh, the fabulous cunt over here. Yeah, let's talk about the fabulous cunt. Why are we being that blunt about it? Well, fuck you, we can, and fuck you because it's just how it is. Why are we being so blunt about this? I'll tell you. Fabulous Moolah, for those who don't know, is a WWE Hall of Famer, the longest reigning women's champion of all time, and was she also the first, uh, the first women's champion in the longest running? Uh, yeah, I believe 27 years, they said, and also she's the oldest women's champion ever. Jesus Christ, one's a grandmother. And for those who don't know, very recently, if you don't know, she recently WWE announced in this long succession of big uh, women's revolution related uh, stipulations and matches, uh, first the Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and now the women's, will, the women's wrestlers will be getting their own battle royal at WrestleMania, and it was going to be, and it is going to be the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal. Now, I know what you're thinking to yourself. Guys, what's in a name? What's really the problem? Here's the thing. We like to keep the show at least under two to three hours. It would take all of that running time plus extra to get into every single thing. The fabulous move. seven hours of gop. For, for seven hours of gop, yeah. But for those... Not yet. Not yet, anyway. Fabulous Moolah has a notorious reputation for, let's just say, doing some things in her past that not only held back the career of a few women's wrestlers, but most likely women's wrestling as a whole and several other people. She she is renowned for being a genuinely terrible human being, so I'm just going to briefly get into some of the controversies here. Fabulous Moolah is known for the, some of the several things. This is from a Reddit. This is from a wrestling Reddit post. You can find this online right now. Uh, pimped off her students to make money. Trained women to be intentionally bad wrestlers to ensure that she'd never be surpassed or usurped. Destroyed careers and entire tag division to maintain her position. Abused and drugged her chainies to maintain control and dominance over them. And drugged sweet Georgia Brown, an upcoming wrestler at the time, to control her and allow her to be raped by promoters on the road. That is just the tip of the iceberg of some of the terrible things that this woman has done. If you want to hear the full spectrum of her shit pile, you can read about it in the Reddit post. It is under, in light of the controversy surrounding the fabulous Mueller and her life, I decided to find everything I could on the subject and type up this 6,000 word super post listing every terrible thing that Mueller has ever done with videos, interviews, quotes, 
and different sources to back everything up. This is posted by PurpleGato42 on the Squared Circle Reddit right now, so you can check that out there. We'll post a link under the podcast. But let's get into the be- the real meat of the story. Why is WWE seriously branding one of the flagship matches at their biggest show of the year over such a notoriously horrible person? You're being very generous about this being the flagship match of the pay-per-view. One of. Like, let's face it, like, it's a, it's a big match to push. It's a prestige match to push an entire division. So, clearly, they have, they're putting a lot of stock in it. They dedicated an entire hype package to announce this. So, I'm thinking mm-hmm. they're putting a lot of effort into this. Yeah, and I like the concept. The concept's fine. I have no problem with an all-female. from Raw, SmackDown, and even NXT can compete in this. This could be fine. This could be a good ladder of success for somebody. So it's not the match itself we have a problem with. It's the way that's it's being... It's what's in a name and how it's being branded. This is the end of the past. This is really how it's going. Honestly, it's just that they're naming it after a person who has done so many terrible things. I gotta say this for the record. I know that Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior are not sterling individuals. Let's face it, Hulk Hogan has said and done some things in the past that are not particularly squeaky clean. The Ultimate the Ultimate Warrior... The Ultimate Warrior has the Ultimate Warrior has said some things that let's just say would uh, you wouldn't want to be heard on a college campus anytime soon. But uh, you know what? At least they kept that shit for the most part out of the business. Like Ultimate Warrior never called anybody like a queer backstage or something, or like on air, or Hulk Hogan never called anybody the N word on the air or anything like that. But I'm just like, and like there, those two, like Ultimate Warrior is his own special case in that they his stuff is murky enough that you can justify but hulk hogan says the n-word once outside of wwe and he gets shit canned which for a reason i can understand but fabulous moolah has is gone beyond the pale of like what is like acceptable in this business to becoming a monster and yet you're branding an entire match after her that is that is a special kind of fucked up to me mike what do you think uh i agree with everything you've been uh you've been saying uh, I just I hate the fact that in the promo package that they have the current women uh, basically say how they looked up to her. And first off, Mula was like wrestling in what the fifties, the sixties. Yeah, these bitches weren't even born yet. You'd think that they'd be all more like you know fucking China and fucking Molly Holly and Trish Chris, and Lita, Lita, Jacqueline, anybody. Stacey Wilson. I'd take Kelly Kelly. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I'd take Kelly Kelly at this point. But that's neither here nor there. Mike, continue. But um like I said before, the match concept is fine if they wanted if they want to honor somebody like honor sensational Sherry. For all accounts she's a, she was a really nice woman, loved the business, respected the business, then doing anything underhanded. They should call this. They should have called it the Sensational Cherry Memorial Battle Royal. Or for yes. the lo- or for the love of God, call it the China Memorial Battle Royal. And I know what you're thinking, but but Ben, what if children Google China? Fuck you. What if they Google Fabulous Moolah? What do you think they're gonna find? Uh, probably her matches in the Attitude Era. You will find a treasure trove of all the terrible things that this woman has done. Listen, Joni Lauer had her Lauer had her own demons to battle and her own problems, and, and the way she died would not reflect very well on the company. Unfortunately, her final years were emblematic of like the kind of person she had become by that point. But goddamn it, that woman had a very strong legacy, 
and a president by all accounts is one of the right. best was one right. of the best people to work with. But you also have to remember who's the boss of this company and who's the the so called head of the women's division and Stephanie McMahon. That, so we know that's a whole nother so, can of beans. So we obviously know the past. We know why that China's not going to be in the Hall of Fame this year, but she will be eventually. They're not going to honor her here. It's just that the, this whole situation is fucked up, and they're just... I don't know. This, this is like... I don't know what to say anymore. This is WWE at this point. It's Stephanie's choice. It's Triple H's choice. It's Vince's choice. Presumably, pretty. That was what I was about to say. We're getting all the screen time here. Tyler, what are your thoughts on Fabulous Moolah, her past, the branding of the Battle Royal, and anybody else you think would be better off for that branding? Well, I didn't have. I had no idea what Fabulous Moolah did until until recently. Because I went on Twitter, I just seen you guys just say "fuck off" about about her. And I'm just like, why? Like, what does she do? Then, then I Googled it. And I'm like, oh, my. And I, the, the, the whole Battle Royal thing, it just bothers me. Because once again, WWE is trying to get the woman over by making history, making moments. <clears throat> when in reality, this is kind of not really like a history-making moment. Because at WrestleMania 25, there was a huge-ass Battle Royal. I don't I agree with you on this point, but I'm just like, I don't think the goal of this one is to be historic. I think, like, well, maybe you have a point on that one, but I'm just like, they're not pushing this one as heavily as the Rumble, that's for damn sure. Well, just, just, well, just, well, just well, keep in mind, yeah, this, is, this, is, this is the first week they announced it. Fair enough. Yeah, so, like, it could be, like, the women are making history once again. Like, I'm not surprised that on Royal Saving, Saving McMahon didn't come out and say this. Oh, oh God. So, oh. that, that, that would have like solidify like oh yeah they're trying to do this again oh my god look at our women look what they're doing they're making history blah 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 <laughs> I made these women I created women <laughs> I create women <laughs> I create <laughs> wisdom look at their bosoms and despair who's Adam and Eve it started with Triple H and God damn it! Get, we, if you, if, if any Catholics listen to this show, first of all, what the fuck? Second of all, sorry. Blow me. <laughs> also, I'm ca- also, I'm Catholic. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm not offended. I, just, I made a joke. The, the drunk, big shot. The saying, drunk man. Italian man is not pissed at offensive humor. Color me shocked. Hey, hey. Oh my god. I'm not drinking. <laughs> Yet. Yes. Ah! Buy me a coke. <laughs> Ben and I were on point, but um, I really never cared for in the beginning. Like no matter what, I will never care for Fabulous Moolah. And the and the reason to me, it kind of makes here's where it kind of makes sense because are there any other historical women that WWE will put as like as a name for? Well, May Young, Young, they used May Young's Young Classic. But I'm just like, why couldn't you just do the May Young Battle Royal? Why couldn't you just do it? They can't do May Young. Because they they don't want to like to use that name twice. We already used her name. Classic. Yeah, like. 
You're break you're breaking up badly over there, buddy. You're gonna have to name. Who do we got? Mula? Sure. That's probably to break what down what you just said like that. That's the only name that's the only name. It's the only name that they had. Let's just do it. I hear you, man. That was probably like the only one that was probably probably the only one they had. Here we go again. Probably the only one that they had, unfortunately, as like a name they could use. So I can understand why, but like, but again, like all of the, all of these women are being forced to like advertise and preach the gospel about this horrible woman. And I'm like, seriously, there has to be a better way to brand this rumble. We already gave our own picks for this whole thing, but then I'm thinking to myself, there has to be something more that we as a fan community can do. And I looked back at that Reddit post. And I did find the following thing in the comments, and you, actually to anyone listening to this, and you guys especially, might want to listen to this, because this is actually a very legitimate point. So here we go. This was posted by Neo Geo Meow on, on Reddit about 16 hours ago. First off, kick-ass name. Second, he posted, let Snickers know how you feel. Snickers is the sole sponsor of WrestleMania this year. I did not know that, that they're the sole one. The, the post on WWE.com has their name displayed as a sponsor of this match. If you want Snickers to pressure the WWE to take their name, take her name off the Battle Royal, send them a comment at that above link, which is HTT, which is HTTP uh, colon slash slash www.snickers.com slash contact. If you want Snickers to pressure the WWE to take her name off the Battle Royal, send them a comment at that above link. Negative press alone might do it. Money talks. Edit this afternoon. I called the Snickers Mars customer feedback line at 800-862-6293, another method to give Snickers feedback. And the rep I spoke to confirmed that Snickers is aware of the controversy and that customer service is awaiting confirmation on an official response. The rep I spoke to also confirmed that all comments are being passed along and that Snickers slash Mars is taking this very seriously. Honestly, judging by this comment, I'd say fan interference in this matter might actually be the best thing. There's one problem with this. WWE can just get rid of the Snickers. Well, that's a lit... You're talking like Snickers money there, dude. That's like a big sponsor. But you know what? This WWE, they can get another sponsor. WWE can basically just be like, fuck you all, we're gonna name our battle royal after somebody that we respect. We don't give a shit what you want. It's like, yeah, like the people, I, I understand where you're coming from on some level because like this isn't like a thing, like an entire main event match like WrestleMania 30, which like not listening to the fans would have killed that mania. This is like a mid-card battle royal, maybe a pre-show battle royal on the kickoff show. So like they're probably this, this not. This might be the third match on the show. Probably. So like to, we've gone on about this it one. It could be a pre-show match though, you could think of that. Probably, but like, this topic has gone on longer than it should have, so let's just skin it to the bone right here. Fabulous Moolah, not the kind of person in this day and age that you want to brand as the forefront and and uh, mother of the women's revolution, and certainly not oh, the person. Oh, oh, not, oh, not in this day and age. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Honestly, with the with the meat, with the friggin' Time's Up movement being as big as it is right now, it is astounding. And how sensitive everybody is. I'm astounded that this is even getting by. But let's move on from that to some uh, to some happier topics. Let's talk about Fastlane, a show that was way better than it had any right to be. If you don't know, Mike and Ray already gave their thoughts on uh, Fastlane on our official Facebook page. So you can give that 
a look-see if you're curious on their thoughts. But as for me and Tyler, we have yet to give ours. So, Tyler, did you see Fastlane? What did you think of it? Well, I had to catch Fastlane a little bit after the fact. I uh, had some little internet problems, but that all got fixed. But I did, I did catch it. I only, yeah, I, I, I did, I, I did catch the the show. And you're right, it was better than what it needed to be, and what the um, the history of Fastlane of, of what it was. This is actually the best show or better show that uh, Fastlane has ever produced, and that's not really saying much because. All the other ones were, in my opinion, not that great to begin with. Yeah, so, these not the most stellar pre-WrestleMania it, pay-per-views. Like, it's like Jurassic Park sequels. Oh. Like, the, 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 you have Lost World, which is one of the best Jurassic Park sequels. But when you compare them to the other two, it's not saying that much. Not saying much. That's like saying... That's legitimately like saying, like, oh, yeah, this one was, yeah, getting a, a nail in the foot is better than getting a baseball bat to the nuts, I guess. They both suck, so. They both suck for different reasons. <laughs> like, yeah, the past few fast lines have not been good, but this was actually a decent show. To go through it at length would take too much time, so we'll just, what was your favorite match of the night and why? My favorite match of the night was the 80s movie Gone Wrong match. <laughs> don't if you don't know what match I'm talking about, I'm talking about Charlotte Flair taking on Ruby Riot. I remember you talking about that. I remember you tweeted about this, I think, but take me through it. So to explain this in detail, this the Ruby Riot and Charlotte Flair match, the whole this whole feud is basically like an 80s sports movie. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, and Becky Lynch, they're the popular kids, and the Outcasts are the Riot Squad. Now in this scenario, I say it's gone wrong because usually in the sports movies, the underdogs are outcasts. They win. But not in this case. <laughs> the popular kids get the win. Yeah, that was weird. Being, usually in all the other movies, it's like the weird little grunge punk rock looking girl. Nerds. It's like, in, but in this show, it's like, fuck you nerds! Or as Luke Gallows, nerd, like, or as Luke Gallows would say, Nerd. And now, and now at WrestleMania, you're going to take on the foreign exchange suit, and we get it. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> and, when, and when that happens, it ensured more that this was an easy movie gone wrong. The outcasts get the heavyweight to help them win. Weird. My, but that is a solid point right there, dude. Now, anybody listen to this, we need you to Photoshop a pick, like an 80s movie poster. Of all the of, of Charlotte and Asuka and like in a weird comical position, but until that day comes, let me talk about my favorite match of the night. My favorite part of the night was definitely just for sheer spectacle. I loved the Fatal Five Way, but like Usos and New Day were putting on a really great match until the finish got all fucky. Yeah, sure. Fuckery happened. Fuck, some fuckery oh. happened. The fucking. I wonder what you're talking about. The fucking Bludgeon Brothers showing up and fucking just doing doing the village and just destroying everything, including a terrifying spot where they kablammed Xavier Woods like right on the ring steps and the. Oh, that was ugly. Kablam! Kablam! <laughs> you're watching kablam! You're That's a link now. Okay. <laughs> That's actually now with fucking Bobby Roode and Jinder Mahal. 
Jesus Christ. They already look like action which figures takes, anyway. Which takes us to one of the big news of the of the, of the Fastlane. Randy Orton defeated Bobby Roode and became a Grand Slam champion before John Cena. Yes, wow. and Vince still doesn't care. And Vince still does not care. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it, it is kind of a big deal when you think about it. I mean, like, John Cena has never held the Intercontinental title. Probably never will. But Randy Orton never held the U.S. title, but he has held everything else before that. He has held so, everything in between. So, uh, weird. So, I give... What did uh, you guys think of the main event, though? Great. Fucking loved it. You have five extremely talented dudes fucking tearing it up. And there were some great stories going on at the same time. Five? Don't you mean six? Oh, yeah, right. I kind of... I, honestly, I've, I resigned to the fact of that being a fatal five-way for so long that I'd honestly forgotten John Cena was in it. I thought you were going to say Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, John Cena, he was like the most important part of the match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was John Cena's road to a WrestleMania. He was like banking on that fact, but we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get to that later in the road. Oh. We'll get to that juicy hot piping bag of confusion. But overall, let's just summate it right here. Overall, fast lane better than it had any right to be. And honestly, I'd probably not one I'd probably buy on DVD if that was still a thing, but one I definitely like. I'd watch occasionally. Buy on DVD. How long has Who it been? Does that? How long has it been since you did that? Don't Actually, recently in my case. Oh, nice! What'd you get? Uh, I got a Cinderella. Nice. Aww. That's cute. Wait, was it Cinderella one or was it the vastly superior sequel, Cinderella three: A Twist in Time? We never talk about Disney sequels in my presence. <laughs> yeah, we never talk the live action. But that's one of the. But that's one of the. Presence. But that's one of the good ones. Quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys actually ever seen? Have you guys actually ever seen Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time? It is, I actually have not. It is. I am not saying this as a joke. That movie is way fucking better than it has any god than a movie called Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time has any fucking right to be. It's insane. It knows it's insane, and it's fucking hysterical. So every time we're gonna have Tyler on the show, we're gonna talk about shitty sequel movies. Yes. Pretty much. No, I don't want that to become a thing. Too bad. No, I hate these sequels. Too bad. Too bad. Bitch nips for doing it. <laughs> oh, damn it. All right, but overall, fast lane. Wait, fast lane better than any right to be. But let's get let's move from the world of WWE to its smaller corner NXT with a little bit of news that broke this week. Hey, Mike, uh, I think that the count of interns in WWE who, who will probably be fired just went up another notch this week. Would you like to tell the people why? Because <laughs> on, the, on the WWE's official Twitter account, they advertised... Well, first they were promoting the fact that tickets are still available for a takeover of New Orleans, and if you kind of read between the lines, that's kind of a bad thing. But they're advertising that fact, and they... Gave away the whole card. They gave away the NXT Championship match, which was announced last, uh, last week, I believe. They made that official. They announced the uh, tag team. They announced the six-man line match, which we'll get into uh, in a few minutes. And then they announced Ciampa and Gargano in an unsanctioned match that hasn't even been announced 
Yep. So, in the span of one tweet, this intern basically confirmed, A, Johnny Gargano is still going to be in NXT for a little longer, B, this match is happening, and C, he can't do his job right. Somebody lost a job. Somebody lost Jim a job. More like, you're welcome. More like what I said, what I said this to Mike, uh, he has been fired, he has been fined, he has been thrown to the pit of despair, his name ran down the death note, he's dead, dude. He's dead. Hey Tyler, so, how hey Tyler, how is the live action Death Note movie? That's what I thought. Corner. That's what I thought. <laughs> I love I love how Tyler just said that like in a very sad tone of voice being Corner. Corner. I, I've seen it. But, um, I've, I've, I've seen that, it, dude. Believe me, the hurt is mutual. But back to the point. Yeah. So overall, I'm happy. I'm happy that we're getting Tommaso and uh, Tommaso and Johnny. Oh, it was ob- it was obvious since January. Like, oh, but that's just that the match. They've been building that match ever since the fucking Cruiserweight Classic. This is the end game for the two of them. I was just thinking they were going to save it, but I guess since like most likely Tomas is going to be like the guy in NXT for a while, they want to get this feud out of the way. And I keep hearing, I hear, I hear some rumblings. I keep my ear to the ground in a few areas. I hear some rumblings that Johnny Gargano will be on his way up to the main roster very soon, so they probably want to get this out of the way. More specifically to a so, Then why did they have the title on him? Why did it make it more important, like, have Gargano hold the title? Because, like, they want, because, well, considering that I think they, I think that they want to put, I think that they've developed more trust in Cien Almas as a champion, and I feel like they want to keep that strap on him longer, because, like, from what I've heard, him winning it was more or less an accident. Like Drew, Drew got injured in that match, and we're and one of two things happened. One, he was supposed to win it that night, and like it, it just an injury happened along the way. Or two, Drew was supposed to retain, and they had to call that finish on the fly, and they just sort of figured it out from there. So I figured it happened by accident, but they might just be rolling with him because the dude's seriously been impressing ever since he won the fucking thing. So that's, that's actually the plan. Opinion. Actually, the plan was almost to win. It's just that the injury was not. So there you go. Like, honestly, and they probably were planning on jobbing about anyway, but I think they've developed more trust in him. But honestly, he's probably just being fattened up. So like Alistair Black has a challenge, <laughs> which I'm hoping, which is going to be fucking great, which those two had an Man. amazing... The end goal is Black is beating him at takeover. They just needed to make almost convincing. But like the whole Black Panther, no, not Black Panther. Their goal is Black Panther. You look back, Wakanda forever. Their match. By the way, did you see Sheamus do that to Titus? I was gonna, I was gonna mention that during the Raw review. But wait, fuck it, I'll mention it now because it's too perfect. Fucking Sheamus doing that. I don't know if that was. God damn it, Sheamus. That was fucking funny. Whatever. But regardless. (laughs) Yeah, so NXT New Orleans, I'm very excited for it, and I'm excited for everything that's to offer, but, like, yeah, Aleister Black has pretty much been the end goal since the summer. Like, Tommy N debuted, they immediately saw dollar signs, and they said, we're going to spend the next six months getting this dude ready, the next four to five months getting this dude ready for, like, the championship push, which I feel is what they've been doing. And, like, plus this, we never mentioned this, there's a new, there's a new NXT title that's being that's on the horizon, isn't there? Yes, there is because at the NXT tapings last Thursday, uh, William Regal uh, was in the ring for a segment, basically saying that at NXT Takeover New Orleans, there's going to be a six-man ladder match, and 
that the prize will be a new NXT championship, and they are calling it the NXT North American Championship. North American Championship. Why? I like it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They already have the UK Championship, so they don't need to do that. The North American Championship actually makes a strange amount of sense when you think about it, because like WWE, they're going back to like the old territory style. They're going back to like the we are we are in a we are a company and we're spreading far and wide. So we have a title. For the we have the universe championship, we have the championship for the main brand, we have our NXT title, the Intercontinental title. A championship dedicated solely to like North America makes amount of sense, in my opinion. It just it just feels like a clever name for a title, quite honestly. But like, I can, I, I, I can understand that, but can we just have like a network title? Because that's all that's what I always thought that, that NXT would have at some point. Like that, they would have the NXT thinking, network championship. You're thinking you're thinking the right way. Quite honestly, you're I was not... I was sticking more of the like the NXT Dream title to honor Dusty, mm. name a title after him. Well, they're doing that with the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. So let's dig into actually what the <laughs> full card. For, we'll probably get into this like the GAWP before WrestleMania, but let's just dig through the card like really quick. Oh, yeah, not for that. nothing. During this segment, we had the debut of EC3. Yeah, so let's get into this. I'm just, just going to take this top to bottom, and fair warning here, these do involve spoilers. These for NXT. are major spoilers, so yeah. if you don't like to be spoiled, skip ahead a few seconds. Skip ahead a few. Cover your ears. Cover your ears and eyes, and we'll get through this. So here is the NXT New Orleans card, top to bottom. From NXT Championship to North American Championship, let's get into it. Andrade Cien Almas versus Aleister Black for the NXT Championship. Ember Moon defending against Shayna Baszler, NXT Women's Championship. A triple threat tag team match for the NXT Championship. And Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Trophy it is going to be the Undisputed Era. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, because Bobby Fish is out with an injury, sadly, for a little bit. So thank God they can uh, they can freebird that shit. The, author, yeah. the authors of Pain, Achim and Rezar, and the odds, uh, the oddly surprising team, I'm wondering how this comes about, of Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. So that is going to be very interesting to watch, indeed. They, repl- they, they replaced uh, Mustache Mountain in the tournament. Yeah, unfortunately. What happened to them? I don't know. They need to explain that. On they, they hopefully recorded something, like a team took him out or something. Maybe. We'll see what happens. And, of course, announced is going to be a six-person ladder match for the newly, newly created NXT North American Championship and is going to be... I, I was sold on the ladder part. I was sold on the ladder part of this. I fucking agree with you because the lineup here is madness. Because Let's just go through it. I'm just going to go from like least surprising to most surprising, but all of these are great picks. Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Lars yes. Sullivan, Killian mm-hmm. Dane, EC3, and Ricochet. Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take all my fucking money. <laughs> so let's look at this match from the outside. We look at these six participants. I'm already canceling Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan out. They're not winning. They're not winning, but they're going to do like some cool big man shit, and that'll be fun. Uh, Adam Cole, I'm not picking him because he's already he's he's going to be pulling double duty. So hopefully, the tag match is first, and then the ladder match is later. So hopefully that works out for him, uh, or vice versa. Vice versa. Is it too early? Is it too early to put a new title on a new talent such as EC3? And also, he made his debut that same night, Ricochet. I feel that this is a match designed for the Velveteen Dream to win. 100% in agreement with you. It's the Dream. 2018 is the Dream's year, I think. So I feel like it only makes sense to... I remember I said this a long time ago. Velveteen Dream reminds me of like... 
uh, kind of a fur, like a different version of, of Tyler Breeze. Do you remember like way back the things I would say is like, I wish NXT had an intercontinental championship just so they could put it on Tyler Breeze because he was so good. Right. But in this scenario, I'm just like, Velveteen Trium is so good and I could feasibly see him having the NXT title, but till that day comes, this seems like the best option for him. Tyler, out of these six guys, do you agree with us about the Velveteen Dream, or do you have a different pick in mind? I have a different pick in mind, but I do, but I can understand where you guys are coming from when it comes to um, Velveteen Dream having the title. I mean, he is he is an incredible talent. I like I like his stuff, but my honestly, my honest pick, since it's a new title, why not put it on a new talent? Why why not put it on? I would my first guess would, would be. Um, EC3, but I'm going to go with Ricochet. I want to Ricochet to hold this title, like, have, like, him, like, skyrocket, because we all know what Ricochet can do. Oh, yeah. So, pull that title on him, and Me and and Mike have had the pleasure of seeing Ricochet live a couple of times, so that'll be be awesome. Also, think about it like this. In Ricochet's first NXT TakeOver, he's in a ladder match. God only knows what he's going to pull out. Oh, my God. My dick fell off. My dick fell off. This benefits like all six of them because not for nothing, the field in NXT is so massive and large that a lot of these guys get lost in the shuffle. Like, look at the Velveteen Dream. Like, he had a great feud with Alistair Black uh, during the summer, or no, during the fall, and then he got programmed with Cassius Ono for like a one-off, and he's just like he's just drowning. Like, he's still putting on great performances, but like. The same you could say with Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Adam Cole. They're just there. And they already have a plan for the NXT championship. So they're just like, they they going to have a takeover without half of these guys. They even acknowledged that in the case of Adam Cole when he, during this past NXT, like uh, fucking Pete Dunn got in his face and said, What have you done since you've been here? Really nothing when you think about it. He's had some great matches, but like, not a lot. So and yeah. Now, like finally, like um, NXT WWE and like, See the final good get us that title. That way, you can just have more than just the NXT or the tag team championships, which is great, and the women's championship as well. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, so I, I was saying refer. I was saying like, in, oh, for the men's, yeah. And talking for the men's side of the things, like we all know, the women's they only have one title on there, so it doesn't really matter. But for the men, they have more fire, um, more to go to go after than just the NXT championship. And Tyler, you say that now, and then like tomorrow, they'd be like, "We're going to introduce the NXT Tag Team Women's Championship," and then all of us is going to be, like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" My <laughs> dick <laughs> got reattached to my body. Ah, all right. So NXT New Orleans shaking up to be shaping up to be one hell of a show. Cannot wait for that. So WrestleMania is going to have some competition. WrestleMania is going to have some competition. The things I am most excited like for, like it always. Things I am most excited yep. for WrestleMania week, aside from the main show, uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break and NXT New Orleans. Let's talk about somebody that might not even make it to WrestleMania. And week. the final, and that is, and the that final is bit of news Nero we have Hardy. this week. Uh, yeah, you just said it, uh, Jeffrey Nero Hardy. God damn it! And you know what? I'm not going to take this. Mike isn't going to take it. We're going to talk to the guy who broke it on the GAWP page just this past week. Damn Tyler, you, Tyler! Tyler, take it away. What did old Jeff Hardy get himself into this week? Damn it, Jeff! Why did you do this? But Jeff Hardy, he accidentally—well, not accidentally—he got caught of driving impaired. He got arrested for basically driving driving uh, D double I, which is driving impaired, like I just said. 
And he was only in, in jail for like a good hour. But there's like, I believe, 12 grand in damages. That's what that's what that's what I heard. But that's what I saw. Yeah, apparently and, his car was from what I was reading, the car was already damaged before that. I don't know if that's true or not. But also he also he took a breathalyzer and it was like it was like zero point two something, which is like over the fucking the drinking thing, I believe. I can't think of the uh, word right now. But it's just like he was he was very drunk and out of it. He shouldn't have been driving. He was Jeff Hardy. He was Victor. He was he was Victory Road Jeff Hardy. Which I which I don't really like to think that he was. Maybe no, like, no. Like, this was this was just normal Jeff, just drunk. Victory God. Road Hardy is a completely different thing. Which which sucks because like you know like Jeff like maybe he was just maybe he was hanging out with Matt. They were just having a couple of beers. They're with there with Hurricane Helms and Shannon Moore. They're having a couple of beers and. And Jeff's just like I need I, I need to go home and he did and he thought that he could drive and he just got pulled over for it. I thought he was um he got busted for driving impaired because of his um, pain medication for his um what was it you know, his shoulder right his shoulder? Uh, shoulder or leg I think it's either one I think it was his leg yeah yeah I thought I thought like it was just because he was like in pain because of pain medications but. I'm not. You guys just told me about the whole drunk thing. Like I did not know that at all. Actually, so this is the first time I'm hearing it. Yeah, but um, so I did some research, and apparently, like, remember when Jeff Hardy got in a lot of trouble like a few years back and got like suspended? He got a second strike for like sixty days. Like, it was either two thousand nine, I believe. It was like when he was on SmackDown. No, he was going into WrestleMania twenty four. So that was a second strike. So now everybody's looking at this incident as his third. But he's under a new deal, so he's under the new... So he's starting off fresh and clean, but now this is probably strike one. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Cause like, what, Jeff Hardy, he was in WWE from, like, the action era until that point where he got all the two strikes from. Now he yeah, left. And, and, and he left and came back and left and came back. So he's well, going different... Well, then again, when uh, you think about Jeff deals. also did leave to go to TNA for a bit. And they right, still count that as a strike. So, yeah, when he came back in two thousand six to two thousand ten, I believe that's when he developed those two strikes, and then we found out all the shit that's going on with Jeff Hardy, and now he's been, he's been claiming that he has his life back together, but one bad incident and he gets arrested. So like it's just like I've just been hating on like the freaking like wrestling fans saying like oh just play it old Jeff like come on like years before that like he was fine no problem he was just fucking around TNA with his brother and now like he's back in WWE he gets he gets busted like come on let the guy go he it's his first offense since he's done anything in like what years so let the guy so yeah. give the guy some slack give the kid some slack yeah so before uh, Ben gives his thoughts on this thing uh, I'm just want clarify some things that is does wwe have say he's in the ultimate deletion video does wwe edit him out that's their decision it's whatever they want to do but as far as him coming back soon it's gonna happen because i think he posted on instagram earlier today that he's actually medically cleared to come back to work now they, now they just need to figure out with this incident and that happening at the same week, they're probably thinking, what in the hell are we going to do with Jeff? 
So Ben, what's your thoughts? It's it's sad to see things like this happen to Jeff, considering his history. I don't think he's fully off the wagon. I just think he made a mistake. And as far as how this will affect the ultimate deletion, they have a week. They have a week. They have time. Honestly, if they need to go back and refilm some stuff, they could. But uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe we'll never saw it at all. Maybe they're going to shoot it tomorrow. No, no. It was no, shot. Thing, it was the, shot. The, the, the things in um, editing, it's, it's been recorded, and I'll get to it later in the world. There are a lot of rumors swirling well, around it, about it. Not all true, but the one thing I can... The one thing I can uh, say is that if if they did film him, like my opinion, I think they'll probably edit him out. That seems like because like if he shows up in this and he's not on Raw the next week, it would probably be really, really stupid. Yeah, the ball is in WWE's court right now. It's whatever they want to do. If they feel this was a one-off thing and they trust Jeff and they have no problem with it, then they'll keep him in the video if he's in it if they feel that he's he violated uh the policy again under his new deal that they're gonna edit him out and probably he's gonna uh, get a fine for this most likely so jeff hardy his state in wwe very much up in the air at the moment and we will come back to the story when there's more to oh, talk about and Point this out, Jeff Hardy does have a court date on April 18th, so that's just something to think about. Yes, so, like I said before, the ball is in WWE's court. We'll certainly see where this goes, but as for right now, that will do it for wrestling news updates. We are going to take a quick commercial break and get our bearings, and we will be right back with SmackDown Raw Reviews, the indie update, and a new segment that Mike has been dying to test out. So we will be back with that in just a little bit. See you guys in a minute. If I have to form one more box, I'm gonna snap. Juicy snap. Snap into a Slim Jim! Need a little excitement? Snap into a Slim Jim! And we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy, Avenging Ben, joined as always with Whole Milk Mike and Satanic Tyler, and we are back with SmackDown and and Raw reviews. First off, let's kick it off with Monday Night Raw. Mike, take us through. As Ben was about to say, SmackDown and SmackDown reviews. SmackDown aired twice this week. It did. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we get into Monday Night Raw, quick uh, updates on 205 and the Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, Bobby Roode and Charlotte defeated Rusev and Wanda this week, and now... It's a fan vote to put your favorite team back in. Uh, next week, it's going to be Asuka and The Miz versus Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. And uh, you, uh, the fa- us fans choose who Bobby Roode and Charlotte, will fl- Charlotte Flair will face in the semifinals with the fan vote. Basically, hashtag and the first name of each person on the team. Also, for 205, uh, Cedric Alexander defeated Roderick Strong to go to WrestleMania in a shocker, actually. Uh, so Cedric uh, is going to WrestleMania, and now next week we find out who his opponent will be, Mustafa Ali or Jubilar. Monday Night Raw. This show was a mixed bag that the lot, for us people at home, we probably enjoyed it, but the people in Detroit were not happy, so they gave out every, they gave everybody Snickers. I saw that. <laughs> Sorry you forked over $500 to see Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey who weren't here. Here, have a Snickers. 
eat it, you'll, you'll feel better. <laughs> I, I would be, I would be a mad cookie if I didn't, if I didn't see Ronda Rousey on Raw. I would be mad. A mad well, I am mad actually. A I ma- am mad. A mad cookie. Uh, update on the, the quickly mention about the Ronda thing. WWE claimed that she was going to be on every Raw for going into Mania, and they took it down. And apparently, she will. Her next appearance will be the. The go home before WrestleMania. Way to break your own promise in two weeks, WWE. <laughs> uh, we opened the show with Kurt Angle coming out, uh, and he immediately dropped the ball of Brock, saying Brock Lesnar is not here this week. Out comes the big dog, Roman Reigns, who did not look happy. Nope. Uh, he came in and said he doesn't respect that Lesnar or anyone, that if anyone else kept skipping work, they lose their job. Uh, Rain said Vince McMahon was the problem because he protects Lesnar and went to the and the funniest line of this whole thing was Lesnar is Vince McMahon's boy Roman look in a mirror look in a mirror you're aren't you boy. aren't you Vince's boy too the only so way that, the only way WWE could get us to like Roman Reigns was to get us to hate Brock Lesnar and you know what it's working I have. We'll, we'll get into that. So Roman Reigns basically says, "If I'm gonna figure out this whole thing, I'm gonna go to the person himself." So he goes in the backstage to Gorilla, and he goes confronts Vince McMahon. Meanwhile, Shane McMahon's sitting right next to him. Why? Don't you have a shoulder on Shane? Mm-hmm. Thank, thank God, Kevin Owens on Twitter at least announced, "Look, look at my boss. He's on Mondays. Isn't he supposed to do his job? We have a house show." Are you serious right now? <laughs> God bless Kevin Owens. Uh, so then after the break, oh no, Roman, uh, Vince said we're going to talk, but let's go to commercial. So we come back to Renee Young. Vince, Roman Reigns comes out storming out of the office because he doesn't, he didn't look happy. So obviously what Vince said didn't please him. So Vince comes out, basically says, does Lesnar not like the WWE Universe? Quite frankly, he doesn't care. Does he come here to get a paycheck? Yes, he does. Does he have special privileges? Yes, he does. Vince, you're telling us things we already know. No, he's saying him in that so very. Vince, he's saying him in that very Vince McMahon way. He's like, "Oh, does Brock have special privileges? Um, I would like to admit he does, but frankly, I believe that he's earned those privileges, and I am like to inform that uh, Roman Reigns has been uh, temporarily suspended, and that Brock Lesnar will be on Raw next week." First off, there are several problems with this this one sentence. Yep. <laughs> Break Brock it down. Is gonna, Brock is going to be here next week. You've been saying that for the past two weeks. Okay. You're advertising Brock and Roman face-to-face. You just suspended Roman Reigns. How are they going to... Via satellite, I assume? Via, he'll be like yeah, his, gonna, his cousin. Yeah, John Cena Rock via satellite. Come I'll, on. Bring, I'll bring it oh, via oh, satellite. Oh, speaking of The Rock, speaking of The Rock, because Vince oh, threw no. out a line that he said, while he has no intention of disrespecting Roman, he reminded him of what his cousin used to say. Know your role and shut your mouth. They're not even cousins. Kind of <laughs> Boof you, you're not even The Rock's cousin. So, we're getting... Casey's more of his cousin than him. Who, Vince McMahon? Yeah, it's Vince McMahon at this point. No, The Rock, come on. <laughs> so, Vince, Vince McMahon is involved in the storyline. I 
I'm getting annoyed already. Yeah, I get it. You're basically <laughs> acknowledging that Brock Lesnar has special privileges. We already knew that. That's fine. If you want to throw it in our faces again, I'm happy you're doing that. But if he's not, I don't know. Is it good that they're false advertising him? I'd rather see him like false advertise and actually see him on Raw. This is the weirdest storyline WWE is doing right now. Because I don't know how much of it is is in earnest. I don't know. And now now I'm seeing rumors that apparently Brock's contract doesn't end after WrestleMania. It's ending in the summer. So. Oh my god, no. No, god, please, no. Doesn't change the fact that he's winning WrestleMania. Doesn't change the fact he's winning. But, um, so that's I know, but I just want him to go away. Oh, we know. We all, uh, want, we all want him to go away. Uh, so that was your opening segment. Very confusing. So Roman Reigns is temporarily suspended. We don't know what that means, and we don't know when he's coming back. He's suspended for one week. I, I guess. Sasha Banks uh, versus Sonya Deville. Banks won the submission. Oh, real quick, I just want to point something out before, before we continue. I want to point something out the Roman Reigns thing. Okay. I'm actually starting to like Roman Reigns after, 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 after Sam, I feel like every, I feel like everyone is, and I feel so dirty saying that. Because here's the, because here's the thing. These fake the promos are working? Th- that and also, they make sense. Roman actually, then I will, and I, and I was looking at him, uh, and I was, I rewatched Raw, and I saw what Roman, like, I saw what Roman looked like. He actually... I believed him. I actually believed, like, he was pissed. He was respecting Brock. And as Brock does, he doesn't show up unless it's important. And I guess you can point out that Roman's not appointing to Brock, but that's neither here or there. So I actually am giving Roman Reigns a lot of brownie points for this week. He is He's actually really believable. This feud is actually working in Roman's favor. That's just, that, I don't know if that's just me. I don't know if it's any of you guys or any of the fans, but that's that's just how I see this, Sean. Going. <sighs> to me, it's working. It's just that I, I... They ever acknowledged once that they faced each other at WrestleMania before and Roman almost beat them? They ever acknowledged that once? They're, they never will. You, you, they're, they're not going to because who no, was the outcome? Happen is there's going to be a promo package saying it, and but there's not going to be any promos really up to this that say it. Well, they're they're still they're they're really not going to acknowledge it because who is the out who is the outcome winner of that match? Rollins, but still, it's a it's a solid story. Roman almost beat Lesnar in WrestleMania until that cash in. Yeah, God only knows what God only knows what could happen if Rollins didn't cash in. Uh, so we'll see what they do next couple of weeks. Hopefully, it gets a little better. Uh, Sasha Banks defeats Sonya Deville with the bank statement, and then Absolution. Beat her up while Bailey just walked away. I thought we, I, I think we all believe Sasha and Bailey were going to have a match, but now with the Memorial Battle Royal for the women, that's not, probably not going to happen. Probably. No, they're going to be the final two. Mm. Uh, Miz TV segment with Seth Rollins and Finn Bauer. Uh, Miz, oh, yes. Miz tried to get them against uh, turn against each other, and they, neither of them fell for it. Uh, and they basically just started brawling with each other, and Finn, no, Seth Rollins came out on top on this, and that, uh, 
Kurt Angle announced later in the show Rollins will face Bauer. That was an awesome segment, by the way. That the, the, uh, Mrs. Anxious actually worked. They did start trying to go after each other. And you just see Miz in the background like an evil villain from an eight, eight, 90s cartoon. Like, yeah. All he needed was a cat to start petting. Yeah, it's the title. I was going uh, to say... Well, that's, well, that's true. He, he, was, he was kind of petting it like it was a, a cat. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we were supposed to get the bar versus the Miz If the Miz won, they would have got a Raw Tag Team title match at WrestleMania, but that didn't happen because all the mid-card jobber tag teams in the Raw division came out, and Sheamus did one of the most racist things you could possibly point out by doing the Wakanda sign when Titus O'Neil tried to attack him. Wakanda forever, right? Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Hey, Wakanda forever, mate. Oh, Seamus. What are you doing? Seamus, you get out of here. doing the Wakanda sign to a black person. That's just great. Seamus, you get out of here, you colonizer. I can just imagine what's going through Seamus' mind at that moment. Oh, my God. Angry black man. Quick. Wakanda. Wakanda. Oh, my God. Angry black man. What do black people like? Oh, that Ben Panther. Angry black man. Fucking uh, so basically, all the all the tag teams were standing tall and left a question of who's going to face the bar at WrestleMania. And the, in a weird segment, they did this weird thing. Oh, we'll, oh, we'll get to we'll get to the most important thing we need to get to is John Cena. Oh my! Oh my God! Comes out with a little smile on his face. Thank God it wasn't a full smile, or, or I would have thrown the remote at my TV. Yep. Or your TV would have broke either, or both outcomes are possible. John Cena cuts a promo saying that at last night, Fastlane, my road to WrestleMania took a speed bump. No again. shit. Didn't become WWE champion, and now I have no road to WrestleMania. Maybe oh. I'll just watch it from, from my house. Maybe I'll be in the audience with you people. And then he proceeded to go into the crowd and... Call a fan Sasquatch and drink his beer. That's an interesting what a dick. <laughs> that, that, do you I'm know not, how much I'm do not... you know how much beers cost in stadiums? Ten bucks. Ben, don't worry, he's got that... a sticker. Ben, don't worry, he got stickers afterwards. <laughs> Corner. Stickers. Uh, so John Cena then this was actually funny. The funny part about the segment is he started doing the chant like this is awesome, and then he goes, "Let's go, Roman!" And then everybody just booed the hell out of him. And he was like, "Okay, never mind. I'll go back in the ring, finish my promo." God then, bless you, Cena. God so, bless so you, then John. He's in the ring, basically saying, "So WrestleMania is going to be fun. I'm going to be in the crowd." And then he stops and thinks, "Wait a minute. What if I do the thing that I'm not supposed to do?" And then he goes, "I challenge you to take it to a match at WrestleMania." I challenge the Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania. I challenge the Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania. I challenge the Undertaker. So the crowd goes crazy, and then John Cena says, and I quote, We all know what you're doing. You're working out because your wife is posting your workout videos on her Instagram. Ouch. Who then okayed he, that? Then he calls the Undertaker selfish and entitled. This is where I drag my mirror out. Look in the mirror, Cena. Look in the mirror. And then basically he's saying, I challenge Undertaker, and let's see if you become a man for once. 
Ooh. Drops the mic and then leaves. Mm-hmm. So it's happening. So it's happening. Uh, they didn't announce it, but now the thing is, they're teasing it. I want to say just this. Just flat out, just, I'm just not gonna, out say it. I'm not going to make any new fans with this comment, but I don't care. If you're one of those people who's always complaining about WWE not pushing new talent to higher places, and yet you've been campaigning for The Undertaker to come back for one more match, you have lost the right to complain about that argument. I'm sorry you have. <sighs> if, you, if you're one of those people who bitches and moans that they never push anyone new, and yet you're begging for them to bring back Grandpappy Taker, you've lost, you've lost the right to bitch and complain. I'm sorry you have. Right. Uh, John Cena, to actually, to actually get a real quote that he said, this he said, Undertaker, uh, wrestle me in one more match, and he said, the ball is in your court. So hopefully next week we get an answer. The, the bar asked for a trade to SmackDown. That's what I was talking about before, and I was like, they just, they just straight up asked. They just straight up asked. They were like, well, I heard there's going to be a, a superstar shakeup after Mania. Well, I want to go to SmackDown now. And I was like... Take me and my buddy with me. We'll face the Usos. We'll take on the New Day. We'll take on those damn Bradgen brothers. And Angle basically just told them, no, you're not going anywhere tonight. And we're going to have a tag team battle royal. And the winner faces you guys at WrestleMania. So I, I don't point out, does anyone else notice that when Kurt Angle's on screen nowadays, it looks like he's looking to the goddamn deadlights? Yep. Yes. Dude that looks is, he looks big. Kurt Angle is a dopey character. He's now. a very dopey man, funny enough. But yeah, you're thinking, yeah. I, but I know what you're all thinking, right? Well, wait a minute. No tag team on Raw is over right now. Who did they pick? We'll get no. to that. <laughs> when we get to that, I want to take this one because I died laughing because it was amazing. Uh, the uh, insanity man. levels are too damn high for this. Ben will just The insanity uh, is gonna, too damn high. <laughs> I'm going to bring up the next two segments. No spoilers, please. Elias Samson comes out in a neck brace. He looks really sad here. He's about to go in, into his catchphrase of who wants to walk with Elias. He ain't having none of that shit and just left. Braun Strowman in the backstage area basically says that he's going to carve his path to WrestleMania. And also, not for nothing, but if something happens to Roman Reigns, Braun's going to be slid into a spot, so keep that in mind. Uh, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. It's basically every Balor Rollins match you've ever seen, and it's always really good. Yep. Uh, Seth Rollins was going from the superplex into another super, uh, suplex. The Falcons there, Finn, right? Uh, Finn countered it into a small cradle, and Finn gets the win. Good match. Which means Seth, which means Seth Rollins is winning at WrestleMania. <laughs> but then the Miz is there, so technically the Miz would have to no. beat Seth Rollins. In order for that to work, no, too much logic. Let's let's move on to the illogical thing that happened. Uh, Oscar comes out to cut a promo. Red flag, red flag. No, no. <laughs> and Oscar cut a promo. That is all. I once heard this quote describing like Randy Orton entering in the Royal Rumble, where somebody said, "I am neither overwhelmed nor underwhelmed. I am merely whelmed." Whenever Asuka cuts a promo right now, I'm just like, I accept this promo. I am neither whelmed nor underwhelmed. I am merely whelmed. <laughs> oh, Asuka, Mike, on the other end, Mike is like, like flagging, like 
like hang up, like thing pocket, just like don't do it. That's what he's doing. Don't do it. So, so Oscar comes out. She's supposed to explain why she picked Charlotte Flair, and then out come Alexa Bliss and a newly heel Mickey James, which I well, I forgot where the heel turn came from, and I don't care. Hey, uh, hey Mike, you know where it came from? I asked. Left field. Left yep. Field. Gotcha. They interrupt her, and Alexa Bliss cuts a racist promo. Stop with these racist promos, WWE. Basically saying Oscar's not smart enough to challenge her, and then Oscar says that to beat she's good at math. To be the woman, you need to beat the woman. Uh, obviously she didn't say it like that. So to watch beat the, promo. the woman, <laughs> you've got to beat the woman. Uh, <laughs> and then Oscar said that she already beat Alexa once. Why does she? Have, and she can do it uh, right now. Bliss said no. That's not going to happen. But this woman is. And I said this woman is. And then Mickey James attacks Oscar. And then Michael Cole with the line, "Mickey versus Oscar next." Way to go, Cole. Way <laughs> so to go, get, buddy. Way to go, bud. Oscar versus Mickey James, a uh, very good match. Oscar defeats Oscar. Oscar defeats Oscar. Yes. The Oscar only person defeats. who could beat Oscar is herself. Oscar pretty, beats Mickey James with the uh, chicken wing. Uh, so Oscar gets the win here, and then they advertise next week. It's going to be Alexa Bliss versus Oscar. Ale- uh, backstage segment. Uh, Alexa Bliss. Shouldn't she be on SmackDown though? We'll get to that. I'll. You know, let's talk about that. Shouldn't she just be on SmackDown and not even appear on Raw anymore? Yeah. That's the whole point of, like, when the original brand split, um, when you go to a different... Oh, brand. don't oh, don't, don't mention the brand split with me, because they don't know how to fucking do it. <laughs> Challenge for the world title. Well, but with the brand split, and you have to win the Royal Rumble on Raw, and you say, I want to challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship on SmackDown. You, you, they go to that show and they stay there. They never return. I'm, I'm assuming after next week she's gonna be on SmackDown full time. They just they just wanted to complete her raw dates, I guess. Uh, Alexa Bliss confronts Nia Jax, who was supposed to come out, and Nia Jax basically just told her, "I have a match already set, so I didn't have to do that one." So then she goes out to the ring and has a squash match, but that's not the point of all this whole thing because we cut backstage and there's a video camera. Recording Alexa Bliss and Mickey James talking, and there's a noticeable boom mic that's just standing right there. So you obviously gonna figure what is happening here, where well, you know what's gonna happen. You remember that so, bit in American Dad where they made fun of the trope, how everybody always leaves the microphone on. Yes. And how everybody went like god crazy with the morning announcements. That's what this reminded me of. So like, well, basically, Alexa is just telling Mickey how I'm uh, how I'm using Naya. She's just jealous of how smaller I am, and that I can just manipulate her. I have her wrapped my little finger, and then she has, like, no, her she has no friends. Blah blah blah. She to quote Scott Steiner, she's fat. Charlie Caruso comes in and says, I know we're supposed to have an interview with you guys right now, but the boom mic is on, and everybody just heard what you said. Nia Jax, like a woman on a mission, comes tearing into the back. 
and starts wrecking shit. She wants Alexa Bliss dead. Yeah, and then Nia Jax starts crying. Crying out of frustration this week. Last week she was crying because she lost. This week it's more frustration. Uh, So obviously there's your WrestleMania match right there. They're going to build it next week. Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. And also this also makes Nia Jax a babyface. Thank fucking Wait, 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 wait. Didn't I got a match with Asuka, and if Nia won, she'd get a match at WrestleMania, but she lost that match, so she gets a title match at WrestleMania. Yeah, here's the thing about that. If Nia won, it was because obviously they thought it was going to be Kurt Angle's logic was it's going to be Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. So if Nia won that match, if she beat Asuka, she would be added to that match. It would make it a triple threat. But since Asuka is going to SmackDown to face Charlotte, they still need to find somebody for Alexa, so that's probably what Kurt Angle's going to do. He's going to be like, you know what, Nia? You are going to WrestleMania. It's gonna be so that match was entirely pointless. Well, that was pointless. Now you're bringing that up, it kind of... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> they just beat Nia twice for no reason. Yep. Uh, main event... <laughs> we have the revival, Titans Worldwide, Slater and Fuck Rhino. <laughs> we had Fuck I don't I don't remember any other team in this. No, because here's the thing, Mike, I'm gonna take this I'm gonna take this one for just a second. I was looking at all the people in this match and I was thinking all of these guys are losers. Who are they going to get to be a mania? And I'm looking at Titus Worldwide lost three times. Fucking Bullet Club, maybe, but no. Revival, I, I wish, but no. Fucking Mysterize. Mysterize, no. I'm like, this is ridiculous. At first I was thinking, well, are they going to debut like the Authors of Pain here or something? Or Sanity? And then it would happen. Braun Strowman hits the ring. And he proceeds over the next 15 minutes to murder every tag team, with the exception of maybe the Bullet Club, who were the only ones who got a few good hits in on him, because I was like, fucking Carl Anderson, former G1 Climax winner, fucking good for you, man, get a few good hits in there, get on, get on you, but still, fucking Braun Strowman does the village and fucking murders everyone, and wins the goddamn, goddamn, Braun Strowman wins the fucking Battle Royal. He is not, Braun Strowman is not a tag team. And yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, I am 100% okay with this. But fan watching out there on your audio device, you might be thinking to yourself, but wait a minute, Brock, but wait a minute, Braun Strowman's not even in a tag team. How can he win this? Fuck you, he's Braun Strowman. But wait, he's only one man. How is he going to fight two men in WrestleMania? Fuck you, he's Braun Strowman. But wait a minute, that there are two tag team titles. How is one man going to hold two tag team titles? Fuck you, he's Braun Braun Strowman. That is basically the booking of Braun Strowman over the past five months can basically be summated down to why anything. You wanna know why? Fuck you, he's Braun Braun Strowman. And I am 100% on board. But wait a minute, shouldn't they have shouldn't they have pushed a raw tag team? Name a tag team on Raw. Name a tag team on Raw that gets more than a glimmer of a pop out of the crowd. You know who does get a pop out of the crowd? 
You name, name a get name a group name a group. You can't because you know who does get a reaction out of the crowd every single week. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. <laughs> Braun Strowman could win both tag team titles, and I would not give a shit. I, we've heard rumors all fucking day from Elias Sampson to Kane to, I'm not even kidding, James Ellsworth. Fuck you, no. None Which of would be hilarious. No, it would no, be hilarious. Story sense, it would be hilarious. It makes sense. Which would be hilarious. I like it. But I love James, but no, nah, but no. Fuck you, Braun Strowman. That is the only reason. Can, can, can you guys give me a second here for one second? Sure. Please, Lord, don't let it be Kane. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's don't gotta be. To do. It's gotta be Kane. It's gotta oh, be my Kane. Bad. <laughs> my bad. I'm on the JWP show. Kane's not running for mayor. He's running for president. <laughs> oh, God. So I left the best for last because apparently I'm looking through, I'm looking through the rundown and they forgot to put this in, but. Matt Hardy introduces the troops. Oh, I marked out oh. so fucking hard, man. We saw Rebby Hardy. We we saw King Maxwell basically in a, in a cute baby voice. Bray Wyatt, delete. We saw King which was adorable. We saw King. We saw King. We saw King Wolfgang. By the way, side note: King Wolfgang with the sweetest fucking tweet I've ever seen. Who? This kid. I don't know if his mother helped him write this, or if this kid is just this sharp for his age. I went. I went straight to W. I went straight to WWE. My brother had to toil in the Indies. Then Wolfgang won. Maxwell zero. These brothers, man. Fucking. you're missing the best part. Senior Benjamin and the Shovel! Senior Benjamin on WWE <laughs> yeah. TV. Guys, then, this is fucking we amazing. We get Vanguard 1 and then the dilapidated boat. Skarsgård, it has a name, damn it. But seriously. You will always announce it as Skarsgård. the dilapidated Never, oh, boat. Listen, okay, guys, I don't think you understand how seriously me and Tyler especially take this because I'm dressed as Broken Matt and met him. And Tyler here... Well, he was. Have you ever wondered where he got the deleted nickname from? It's because Matt Hardy deleted him at a House of Hardcore show. So we take this very seriously. Yes. Yep. So when it comes to Matt Hardy and the Broken Wolga universe, you do not fuck with us. Do not fuck with us on this one. Our bodies are hyped. Our, Guys, are you ready for the for the motherfucking Ultimate Delete? I am ready for the motherfucking yes. cock sucking, goddamn balls out, tits out, tits slapping. Ultimate fucking deletion. That's what I'm ready for. Uh, let me just get through the rest of this. Uh, Matt Hardy cuts a promo showing all of his family saying that next week the ultimate deletion of Bray Wyatt and Sister Abigail will finally be complete. Then we cut to Bray Wyatt cutting a promo. Basically, he's on his last limbs because of JoJo. Just basically, he actually cut a very good promo. He did, just, for once. No bullshit. Just saying, next week I am going to I'm going to delete this false prophet in Matt Hardy. Basically said, and Hardy Compound. Seems lovely. I'll see you next week. Next. Uh, and, the, and the bigger news to come out of all of this, Ultimate Deletion has been taped, and guess who helped record it? The man behind it all in TNA, the, the person that helped in Final Deletion 1, Jeremy Borash was there to help them with the proceedings. God bless So, them. ladies and gentlemen, imagine what they did in TNA. If you all thought that the, the Final Legion was amazing, 
Imagine that with a WWE budget. Oh. Like the Yes. Hold on, I want one spot in this match. I want Bray Wyatt to go into the lake and come back as Husky Harris. I want that so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker's gonna gonna come out as Husky Harris. No, fuck it. He'll come out as Axel. Bray Wyatt comes out. His Axel. Just like Bray Wyatt, like with all dreads and everything, but he's Husky. Wearing a Nexus shirt. No, he's, like, <laughs> he's no, he's like he comes out as Axel fucking Mulligan from FCW. He's wearing the fucking metal hockey mask and all that shit. Once he comes out, he has to say the stupid line they made him say in NXT. I'm as fast as a Ferrari truck. Arm <laughs> No, I'm a Har- I'm a tank with a Ferrari engine or something. <laughs> Um, this is gonna be ridiculous. This That's gonna, happened next. This is gonna be such madness. Yeah, and I've heard, I've heard a rumor. I've heard a rumor that it's not one straight segment. It's going to be played. It's going to be dispersed into bits, played throughout oh the show. Oh my god! Oh my god! Vince, get some popcorn. You're gonna enjoy this. Get the popcorn. No, I'm making no, no. Fuck, fuck all that shit, motherfucker. Next week, I'm making popcorn. I'm getting M and M's. I'm. I'm getting a soda. I'm just going to be like, I'm turning out the lights and I'll be like, I am just going to sit back and enjoy this moment. Oh, God. It astounds me. I begin my podcasting career on the Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast ranting about how shit I thought Broken Matt was. Almost two years later, here I am, hyped up for his WWE deletion. Time is funny, kids. Changes minds and it changes opinions. So, is that all for Raws or anything else? Uh, that is Raw. Uh, the the crowd in Detroit was not happy with this because they were advertising Ronda and Brock. They didn't get both, and then they uh, promised a dark match. It was supposed to be the Bar Kane and the Miz versus John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Finn. I believe that was supposed to be the dark match, and they didn't get that. They immediately. Thanks for coming, everybody. Here's a Snickers. Fog you. Unfortunately, hold on. Uh, Smack- the guy comes back. Smackdown uh, live. Smackdown live. Uh, we open with AJ Styles saying that his WWE journey has seemed unbelievable, uh, uh, but not impossible. He said dreams will come true at WrestleMania in his dream match. Uh, Nakamura interrupted and said that his dream is going to come true when he becomes the WWE champion. Out came Rusev, and we had AJ Styles versus Rusev. Very good match. Nothing yeah. really to complain about. Uh, finish. Saw Aiden English uh, come in and kick AJ in the head for DQ. Then Nakamura hit the Kinshasa on both of them. And... Basically, Nakamura saying, I want you healthy for WrestleMania. Is, is Tyler back? I am. I am extremely... What I find hilarious, though, is that Shinsuke Nakamura is like a foot taller than AJ Styles. Yeah, he's deceptively tall. He's like really... He's like weirdly tall. That's like, and like, I didn't notice that when I watched that Wrestle Kingdom match. I was like, wow, you're like... You slightly dwarf him, don't you? Yeah. Tyler, you excited for AJ and Nakamura? You don't need to tell me twice about AJ and Nakamura. <laughs> you do, oh, I am so 
ready. But I wouldn't. No, I've been ready since January. So I've been ready for this. No, strike that. I have not been ready since January. I've been ready since Nakamura came to SmackDown. That was the one match. I wanted to see. Fuck everything else. Definitely, like this is this is the match that happens in this whole year. So it needs to fucking happen. It's and we're finally going to get it in the oh WWE Championship. God. Like this is that the just dream. makes it even better. This is the dream. We are seeing a WWE Championship match between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. At Wrestle Goddamn Mania. If you thought the five minutes they got at Money in the Bank were good, you ain't seen shit. Because this is going to be amazing. Mike, what happened next on SmackDown before we, we're going to fanboy to death over this and we don't move on? So, Mike, what happened? Next? Yeah, I, yeah honestly. Real, gonna... real quick, I met AJ Styles. He is short. <laughs> yes, nice. he is. He is I've actually short. met him before. He is. I think we're at the same height, I believe. Uh,. Biggie and Jimmy Luso backstage meet up and basically just say that unfortunately their brothers are not here tonight, so they're gonna try and get revenge on the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, so we have Jimmy Uso and Biggie take on the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, basically, they were trying to they started off very strong with this. Uh, Uso and Biggie got chairs while the Bludgeon Brothers brought in hammers and. Basically, it was just a total. The, 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 they demolished them. The Bludgeon Brothers just destroyed Big E, destroyed Jimmy Uso, and that's going to lead to possibly a hardcore match, I believe, at WrestleMania with the three of them. They haven't said anything yet. So we'll see what happens. I The one thing I don't like, one thing that annoys me is that when the Bludgeon Brothers music hit, there is no reaction. Even when they come out, there's nothing. The the the, uh, the stank of the Wyatt family is still there, in my opinion. Sadly, like I like them, I really do. I like the music, I like the look, but I'm just like something needs to change. I feel like they're just they're one they're one good promo and one really good match away from finally nailing this. They're close, but they're not quite there yet. Their promos need to be beyond more than just bloody kittens, dead dogs, Harper. Rowan, Bludgeon Brothers. Just... They have, like you said, Ben, they have everything else. They just need, they just need like a little bit more, like a little sprinkle of fairy dust on it. They, there's just, they're one, they're just one step away from it. They have, they have everything else they need. But Mike, what happened next? Uh, Asuka and Sean Flair have a face-to-face. Oh my God. They made the Asuka. Oh, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Red flag Nights in a row where Asuka has to talk. And this was marginally better than the one she had on Raw, but that's not saying a lot. This was actually better because she basically didn't talk too much. She just basically just said everything that she was supposed to say. Charlotte saying how we never crossed paths before. I made it up here before you. When you just started off in NXT, uh, she's going to end her undefeated streak, and then Oscar says that she bows to no one because no one is ready for Oscar. Like Emma. Oh. Then 
Then we have like another one of these awkward things with the women where their segment finishes and then they immediately go into the next one because you hear, I hear voices in my head. And then I was thinking, Randy Orton's going to Mania to face you. Awesome. No, never mind. That's not the plan. <laughs> I hear voices in my head and they're putting me straight to sleep. Oh, please fuck off. Randy Orton comes out basically saying that he's happy to be the United States champion. I call bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> I call complete bullshit. The day I believe Randy Orton is ever showing an emotion beyond mild amusement or even crippling depression, which his face shows all the goddamn time, pigs will fucking fly. Out of my asshole, they will. Because Randy Orton is possibly the most miserable-looking motherfucker on the planet. Jesus fucking Christ. This man has been in WWE for a decade. And he only now just wins the United States Championship. Almost two. Jesus. Almost two decades. Two decades in WWE, man. Seriously. Randy Orton looks straight-up miserable. He looks so sad. <laughs> he wants to go to Raw. So you were talking sad, sad Elias earlier. Fuck you. Sad Randy. <laughs> sad Randy. Hashtag sad Randy. Sad Randy. This dude. Sad Randy. It's annoyed Randy. He's just like, really? I'm still... Uh, Randy so Orton is still like, I'm still doing this shit. Okay, who am I putting over this time? Fucking sparkly robe dude and steroids Indian man. Okay. Wait, that... Wait. <laughs> So Randy Orton says that he's happy. That description was perfect. Twinkly robe man and fucking steroid nipples. Randy Orton says that he doesn't give a shit about the SmackDown Top 10 list. Neither does everybody else because everybody has already forgotten about this fucking list. Oh, yeah. And he he says that he's a Grand Slam champion now and that's all he cares about. Be able to blow in your hand. Uh, Bobby Roode then comes out uh, because he's getting ready for his match with Jinder Mahal, but first he must cut his promo. And he says in WrestleMania that he's going to get his title back, and it's gonna, and WrestleMania's... No, he said that he's going to retain his championship at WrestleMania. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> so, God, God says, damn it, Bobby. I'm going to kick you in the ass. So then Bobby says he's going to make WrestleMania glorious, and then Jinder Mahal's music hit, and this is when Ben goes... Done. I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna quote. I've been, I've been quoting this. I've been quoting this shit all damn day. You know, any of y'all game grumps fans out there? Uh, I tried watching. Uh, not, I, tried, really. I, I, I watched the first episode. Here's a here's a quote. Here's a quote from Game Grumps. Here's a quote from Game Grumps. This is from their episode of the review. Oh, Sonic. Game Grumps. I thought you said Game of Thrones. No, Game Grumps. Game Grumps. Yeah, I've watched it. Listen to this shit. Alright. My god, okay. I've made it no mistake before. I'm not a fan of this storyline. At all. I am not... I am not a fan of this shit. Because Jinder can't wrestle. Bobby I like. And fucking... Randy Orton I'm sick to death of. Because it's 2018. And I I, I cannot... Mike, answer this question. Can we as people... As a society, be asked at this point, with everything going on, can we be asked to give a single shit about Randy Orton? Can we? I do. Fuck you, your opinion doesn't count. You live in your opinion doesn't count. You live in Philly. You people I'm gonna sell my Philadelphia army. You people eat horse manure after victories. Yeah, pretty much. You gotta this is the quote. You gotta draw a line in the sand. You gotta draw a line in the sand somewhere. 
You gotta draw the line somewhere. You gotta draw a fucking line in the sand. You gotta make a statement. You gotta look inside yourself and say, What am I willing to put up with today? Not fucking this! <laughs> Not this! I am sick to death of this bullshit. I don't care if he waxed his pubes and got a manicure. Fuck you. <laughs> but Ben, Jinder Mahal's music started playing. Mekalika, hi, Mekal. Oh fuck you! I don't care anymore. Fuck this shit. <laughs> so Jinder, Jinder Mahal, Jinder Mahal, Jinder Mahal, Jinder Mahal. Hold on, I'm trying to get to Jinder Mahal came out basically just saying, I beat you, Randy Orton, like four times already, and I beat you last week. I'm good to rude, and I'm, I'm going to beat you again. Last so week, then we have Jinder Mahal forget. versus Bobby Roode. Mahal took advantage of a distraction, hit the Colossus, and got the pin. Orton hit Mahal with an RKO after the match, and RKO stood, uh, RKO. Randy Orton stood tall with the United States Championship that he doesn't fucking want. Jesus fucking Christ, I am... Oh, I'm, de I'm done with this. I'm so done with this. I, I cannot be asked to care. Mike, move on. Uh, backstage segments, uh, Owens and Zayn basically talk about the match at Fastlane and how they're going to keep their eyes on Shane McMahon's WrestleMania announcement later on. And hopefully that he doesn't do what they think they're going to do. That they think he's going to do what they know. They're fucked. They're just basically fucked. Uh... Fresh from her uh, nip slip at Fastlane, Carmelo <laughs> took on Naomi. I saw that. That was funny. Uh, Carmelo won with the roll-up after pulling Naomi off the ropes. And before this match, Carmelo did her whole thing about how she's going to win the uh, Memorial Battle Royal and how her and Moolah are going to be exactly the same. Nope. Carmelo, no. Don't say this. <laughs> it's going to be taken out of proportion. Uh, so then we get Shane McMahon making his WrestleMania announcement. Before he did that, he said that he's going to take a, a break and he's going to resign as commissioner. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Uh, he'd be taking a leave of absence as commissioner and general manager. And general manager Daniel Bryan would be going it alone starting next week. That sounds interesting. Then he made a match. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Sounds good. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn came out. Killed Shane McMahon. They, they put his neck around a chair, rammed him into the ring post, and then they powerbombed him on like a crate in the backstage area, and Shane was making weird noises. I started laughing. Who? 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 Oh, oh. I could, I'm evil. Oh. I couldn't. Oh. 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 I'm done. No, keep doing that because Tyler's oh. not here. Because when, because when he comes oh. back, he's gonna hear you do this. Oh. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh. <laughs> Can't keep that going. I just, I just sound like a retarded <laughs> muppet. So, oh. I'm just saying this match is gonna change now. Yeah, it's gonna go from Owens versus Zayn to now Owens and Zayn teaming, and I'm assuming Shane and Daniel Bryan. You're thinking you're thinking that, but at the same time, it's like, is Daniel Bryan? Maybe that's why he's been gone the past two weeks. Maybe he's been getting medically cleared. Who knows? 
And apparently he's been gone because uh, he went to, I think, his cousin's wedding. That's why he wasn't at Fastlane. That's why he wasn't here this week. Because Daniel Bryan gives zero fucks. Oh, no. Daniel Bryan doesn't care anymore because he knows. Daniel Bryan's philosophy is this. If I get fired, well, awesome. I can go and wrestle it all in or something like that. But if I don't get fired, I'll, I'll just continue making oodles of money anyway. So, fuck it. So, SmackDown is done for this week. Out of the two shows, who won it, in your opinion? Raw. Hand down, Raw. SmackDown was good, but Raw had just more juicy material to work with. And plus, that ending with Braun just was the icing on the cake. And also, the announcement of Ultimate Deletion is next week, so you got excited. Big, ooh, big old, big old excitement. But, sadly, all excitement must come... To a crashing halt because we have a rather dark story to touch up upon from actually almost a year ago. Funny how fast time flies, but but we'll just get through this story nice and fast so we can get back to the fun stuff. So yes, entire entire will be back. He's busy being a father. Oh, yes. Hi, I'm sorry, everyone. Busy, busy, busy dadding. He's busy, he's busy doing some dadding, but we all we understand and respect that very much. Before we get into the indie thing, uh, Tyler, do you have any thoughts about the Owen Zane match at WrestleMania and possibly to change it to a tag? The Owens and Zane versus Shane and Danny Bryan. I kind of wouldn't care if it's a um, if it's a um, singles match. tag match because I. No, no, singles match, I'll be okay with, because, like, you know, we've seen many others before, why not another one, I'm not cool with that, but as a tag, not really buying it, and I really don't care for it, so... Hey, it, it beats the original idea of just putting them in the Andre Battle Royal. Yeah, that I guess, I guess that, is a, that is a plus, I guess. They got a match. Uh, so let's get into this. Let's, let's start off in the update with a horrifying story. Oof, alright. For those who do not remember, and for God's sakes I can understand why you'd push it out of your memory, almost one year ago, uh, top indie prospect, fuck, I almost said something stupid there, top indie prospect, New York and New Jersey mainstay, and beloved indie wrestling figure, James Rude Boy Riley, was caught on account of having, and I can't believe I have to say this, Child, uh, several counts of child pornography on his computer. Over a year ago, it was announced that he was immediately scrubbed, pulled, sandblasted from every conceivable promotion, social media outlet, and every single thing. And now when you Google his name, all you can find is this, uh, this uh, disgusting behavior that he was involved in. But a uh, year since, he has recently gone to trial again, and they have dished out his sentence, Mike, I assume you have the information with you. Could you take us through? Uh, so he went to court, I believe, this past weekend. And he, he was sentenced to, I believe, five years in prison, which is kind of ridiculous. He should be serving more. And uh, he also will be, I think they, I think they offered, like, uh, he'll be getting on good behavior or some shit. Hold on, let me let me get the accurate information. But uh, Ben, just give your quick thoughts about this whole thing. The thoughts I have now are the thoughts that I had a year ago, and they still haven't changed because 
listen, this is the first time that this anything like this had ever happened to me personally because I'm just like, I knew this dude. I, I wouldn't say that I was friends with him, but I was like, I saw him consistently enough because this dude was still like working when I was getting into working behind the scenes in the wrestling business. And he was one of the people that I was looking forward to getting to work with. And unfortunately, around that time, he was exposed as being a very scummy, disgusting human being, which I... It's terrible, and I feel very, very terrible about this whole thing, but I'm just like, considering the punishment he's getting, this is getting into a whole bunch of legalities that we as wrestling podcasters don't have enough. All right, so I, I, found, I found the article to get accurate information, so this is, this is what it says on the article. Uh, an independent professional wrestler, James Rudeboy Riley, at age 26, has pleaded guilty to possessing child pornography stemming from a bust on March 29th of last year at his home. Uh, according to his personal website, at the time of his arrest, Riley was wrestling, wrestled for Warriors of Wrestling and Five Borough Wrestling. Uh, he was out for multiple wrestling promotions, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Riley pleaded guilty Wednesday in state uh, Supreme Court in St. George to a felony count of possessing a sexual performance by a child. In exchange, he'll be placed on interim supervision probation for two years. If he complies with the terms of his probation, he will be sentenced to five days in jail. Riley must also register with state authorities as a sexual offender. Wow, and his okay. next court date is April 18th, which is funny because it's the same date as Jeff Hardy. Uh, Riley, maybe they'll meet him. Meet him. Uh, Riley remains, <laughs> Riley, it's horrible. Fuck. Riley remains free on three uh, $3,500 bond. Um, uh uh, quote from his attorney, uh, Mr. Riley looks forward to putting this matter behind him and moving on in, with his life. We look forward to moving on beyond you. Because uh, if, if we can make it through, if we can make it through twenty, the rest of twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen without having to bring up this terrible story, I would be a very happy man. Yes, Tyler, you never ran into Rudy Riley, right? At an indie show? No, I never knew the guy until he got charged. This was very... Isn't that messed up? Yeah. Uh, but he, he, one of the lucky ones, I never got to meet him. So you didn't have to get your heart broken? <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it doesn't win. Didn't get, you have to get your heart broken by this bullshit. So, Rude Boy Riley, the sad saga, unfortunately continues. But hopefully, hopefully this is the last we will have to hear about this for a very, very long time. Mike, let's move on to some happier matters. Yes, let's... Uh, uh, India, uh, let's continue in the update with two indie shows that you and I both attended. Uh, first oh, yes, up, on, uh, f- Friday night, we attended BCW's second anniversary. Congratulations to BCW on two years. Uh, we were there hanging out, having fun. Uh, we hung out with the Boulevard Bullies and the guys over at Shout Out Wrestling. Shout out to the Green Man. Shout out to the Green Man. Shout the- out to the Boulevard Bullies. I apologize, I don't know your full names, but I thank you for having a very lovely conversation about the earth being round. I, th- I know we have our disagreements in the past, but thank you for agreeing with me on that point, sir. Uh, don't, Tyler, I know you're about to say, and don't you fucking get into it with me now. At BCW, we... The earth spins on an axis, dear. Spins on a- <laughs> BCW, we saw talents such as. It does not. It is a cube shaped. Uh, Mike, 
Michael Lando, Azriel, and Joe Gacy, the former champion now, because Azriel pulled off a shocker. He's the new BCW heavyweight champion, so congratulations to him. Uh, we also had a run-in with Teddy Hart. Yes, we did. If you didn't see our little YouTube and social media post, uh, we had we had the job of procuring a vodka cranberry for a former member of the Hart the dungeon. So that was pretty cool. For, former member. You're about to say former member of the Hart family. He's well, still part of the. Well, family you're still family. part of. You're still part of the family. I'm just saying, like, you know. <laughs> we know. So that was very interesting. Uh, and also, like, me and Ben got our heads in between a set of titties. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I'll take this. I'll no, take this story. I'll take this story. We won't name names. We won't. We won't uh, point out faces. But there was this lady at BCW who clearly very much overserved. Lovely woman, very friendly, but very nice. Very nice, but clearly overserved. Screaming, "Call my Orlando! Orlando!" She's just this lady's having the time of her life. And I tap her on the shoulder and just like I asked her a question, and then she walks over to us. Like, right in between me and Mike's heads, puts her arm on my shoulder, puts an arm on Mike's shoulder, and just titties, just right in the middle. <laughs> just titties. No explanation, just Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Titties. Mike, give me a T. <laughs> Mike, give me a T. T. Give me an I. I. Give me a T. T. Give me a T. Another T. Give me an I. I. Give me an E. E. Give me an S. S. What's that smell? Motherfucking titties. <laughs> we are five. We are, we are five years old. We are five years old. And no, you yes, will not. And you will not be seeing. And you will not be seeing that clip on social media because we do not want to get. <laughs> We will not provide our word. evidence for it. We will just, not. Trust our, just trust us. Take our word on this one. <laughs> so you guys could be... Give me yeah, a T. Give me a T. Give me an I. Give me a T. T. I. Give me an E. Give me an S. What's that spell? T's! So then the next day we went to House of Glory kicking it old school. With, uh, unfortunately, me and Ben did not get there on time. Uh, so we unfortunately uh, missed out on me and Green's and me and my fucking father, Hardcore Holly. Yeah, uh, but, uh, so we went there and we're, we jumped in the middle of Leor Green versus Caveman for the TRL, MTV TRL Championship, which seems good. Uh, we also saw uh, legends like Juventud Guerrera take on uh, Mantequilla. Uh, unfortunately, that finish almost got uh, got fucked up, and then it was funny because Ruben Tooth hit the referee in the back of the head like, dumb motherfucker. You dumb. <laughs> you dumb gringo. And then he grabs the mic and says, thanks for coming out, you motherfuckers. Thanks for coming out, motherfuckers. You are the motherfucking future. Which is great. <laughs> I love it. Boss-ass promo. Good on you, Hoovy. Uh, we also saw uh, Amazing Red kind of... Holy shit, what has happened? Amazing Red came out to basically relinquish the title. That didn't happen because Gango threatened to break his daughter's neck. So that happened. Gangon's getting his match. And uh, but, an, but an added and bonus. At a, at a future date. 
But the other big update is, well, my uh, Psychomania opponent, Smiley, now has his work cut out for him because he is finally, finally, thank God, two, almost three years after the fact, finally getting his one-on-one -on -one match with Amazing Red. I cannot wait for that. God bless. Non-title. Non Non-title, but goddamn, I'm just happy we're finally getting him. Uh, yes. Uh, we also had, what else do we have? We, uh, at the main event, uh, LAX, Homicide, Santana, and Ortiz versus House of Gangon, Juba, Smiley, and Gangon in a very fun brawl. Uh, and Smiley gets the win with the Psycho Driver to Ortiz. That was also fun. You did leave something out there. There was a great match between, um, Evander James and uh, ACH. Yes, that was match of the night. That was, uh, shout that out to Evander and ACH for putting on a hell of a match. Shout out to ACH for being a consummate professional as always. Shout out for Evander for giving it his best and putting in 110% as always. Shout out to Matthew Ryan Shapiro for taking one hell of a fucking bump because that was scary. You saw that, right? Yes. He was there and then he was not. It was like, where'd he go? He pulled the Houdini. He pulled, uh, so that's, pulled the Houdini. So, so that's... <laughs> So that's our indie show update this week. Uh, uh, to finish off indie update, uh, ROH had their 16th anniversary pay-per-view uh, this past weekend as well. Uh, quick uh, results. Uh, the Briscoes became the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions by defeating the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, the team of Scorpio Sky, Christopher Daniels, and Freaking Gazarian defeated the Hung Bucks, uh, Matt and Mick Jackson and Hangman Adam Page. So then the six-man uh, tag team champions. Uh, we also had Kenny King uh, retain his TV championship against Silas Young. And then we get the return of Austin Aries holding all of his titles. So Aries is back. Jesus Christ. He's back in uh, Ring of Honor, and he had the Defiant uh, Championship, the IPW title, I believe. But most of the titles are like overseas, and then he had the Impact Global Championship. Oh, my God. No, 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 but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever at this point. Aries is back in... Mike's break breaking. Yes, uh, also Dalton Castle uh, retained over Jay Lethal, but the most important thing to come out of this show was that Cody Rhodes got his ring back from Matt Taven, and then the bear gets in the ring, kicks, or and he pushes Cody down, and then takes the head off, and it's Kenny fucking Omega. So that was awesome enough as it was. But then... Kenny Omega dressed up as a bear. V triggers Kenny Omega, Kenny Cody Rhodes in the fucking head. And then as if this segment could not get any weirder, Brandy Rhodes goes up to Kenny Omega and enfrenches him. Yes. This, this got weird in a hurry because not gonna lie for the longest time i always thought kenny omega was gay i kind of uh, it's, i, I think know, he's bi actually yeah that's what i found out on social media this past weekend is that he's bisexual i'm like oh good on you but i'm like this was this was a little bizarre good good on you you kissed a hot black woman, and you also like men. Good for you. Yo, God bless, uh, God bless him. Like bisexual people are fucking cool, man. Because it's like, fuck it. I'm, a, I can go and oh, make. Oh, a, I'm, not, I'm not discrediting them. No, no. I'm like, I'm just saying because it's fucking amazing. Like this dude can go out, but fucking first, first of all, Kenny Omega, fucking cool, cute, cute ass looking dude. This dude can go out and fucking get any dude he wants. 
And then he can go and make out with Cody Rhodes' hot ass wife. And I'm like, good on you, brother. That is some dope ass shit. I, I think we're. I, 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 what did you say? I, I was going to say, I don't think he would be complaining about that. I don't think any sane uh, person would. You know what the best part about this uh, after the fact was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandy Rhodes posted a sexy photo of herself in a nice bikini, and she goes, "Why does everybody want to kiss me?" And then Cody tweets, "Boobs, boobs." <laughs> <laughs> Cody Rhodes, last give me fucking a T, act. Give me an I. Give me a T. Give me a T. Give me an I. Give me an S. What do you got? Titties. So no, the name of this episode. So motherfucking titties. Motherfucking so the name of this episode is. Episodes. The letter of today is T, and stands for T is for titties, and titties are good for me. Uh, I think we're also glossing the fact that Kenny Omega doesn't make uh, appearances in America that often. Not really. Doesn't he have like a visa thing or something like that? Yeah, his appearances are rare, but this one was a real shocker, and it's obviously a, a great setup for that match at Supercard of Honor at WrestleMania weekend. That's yeah. going to be the match of the weekend, Cody versus Kenny. Presumably. And from what I heard, he's going to be on more Ring of Honor tapings um, after that? Presumably, because I assume like once he comes over to the States for that, he'll be in the States for a little bit. So, Oh, beautiful. So, like, like, come to Philly, please. I want to see you. I want to meet the dude so bad because, like, Kenny Omega is slowly so but surely bad. becoming, like, huh? So bad. I want to see him yeah, and but, like, meet him. Kenny Omega is slowly becoming, like, one of my spirit animals because, like, I'm like, I, 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 <laughs> this dude is, like, he exemplifies a lot of quirks that I have because I'm like, the dude is, like, he, he, you ever notice how Kenny Omega does that weird thing? Like, he'll, he will heavily pontificate. A sentence like this, like he'll kind of be overlay over the top like that. I do that shit on the uh, norm. Oh, oh, same here, dude. It's, it's I, I, I want this. I, a, I want him. He's a freaking cartoon character. But yeah, so Kenny Omega dressed as a bear, making out with Brandy Rhodes. Wrestling is fucking amazing. So I think it is time to start bringing the show to a close. But that is it. That is it for indie update. That is it for indie update. Very interesting weekend, of course. Two great indie shows back to back. Some rather unpleasant news. And ROH kicking some ass this weekend, what's not to love? But now, but we normally end the show here, but Mike came out to us this weekend and said he has a brand new idea for a segment. So you know what? I am totally greenlighting this shit. So Mike, let's break in this brand new idea that you have called, welcome to a new segment called, let's laugh at this stupid tweet. Mike, what do you got for us? Let's, let's laugh at this stupid tweet or just be a like, stupid tweet of the week. <laughs> for, this, for this, for this first, it's already funny. For stupid tweet of the week it is unfortunately, actually very fortunate because it's the key. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Impact wrestling. Oh my <laughs> oh, god. god! I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking March about. 9th, March ninth, fucking March. March ninth, twenty eighteen, at four thirty p.m. They tweeted <laughs> the first entrant in the next. And next week's Feaster Fire match is at the real EC3. World World Title Briefcase give him a chance to become EC3 time champion? More at impact. First off, they did this, they did this <laughs> after he debuted on NXT at the tapings. <laughs> I wonder what he wins. I wonder what he fucking wins. Oh. 
I am also curious. Oh I my god, it's so unpredictable. Because I'm like, I'm assuming this is the reason. I'm assuming this is the reason that they schedule the the uh, NXT tapings in such a way that he would be on NXT after this appearance on Impact. Because I assume after he gets that pink slip, he's gone. Like, he doesn't appear anymore. He, yes, he should be on yes. Impact Impact uh, Twitch TV for the next two weeks, I believe. So I assume, like, either that, I assume that week or the week after his last Impact appearance will air the episode of him debuting. Yeah, so, so this week the episode is already aired, and next week they'll probably reveal that he's fired. Could be. Oh, who knows, Mike? Maybe he might win the Feast or Fire case. Maybe he'll become TNA champion again. <laughs> oh, God, seriously. Everyone, can, can, can we do a live stream of us watching that episode of Impact? No. Because I have to watch Impact. Hold on. One, two, three. No! No! Wow. TNA, thank you so much for being a never-ending cesspool treasure trove. <laughs> Of bullshit. Impact. Not, not TNA. Impact. Yeah, they called Michael. They called themselves Tits and Ass Wrestling for 20 years. I am in Tits and Ass Wrestling. They sh- and Tits and Ass Wrestling, they shall remain. If this episode, if this episode of GAWP can be summed up in one thing, I think it can be summed up like this. Ass and titties. Ass ass and titties. Ass and titties. Ass and titties. Ben, here's a quick thought. If TNA lives to 20 years, fucking shoot me. (laughs) (laughs) Bang! So, Impact wins Stupid Tweet of the Week. Who will win next week? Tune in next week to find out, because I am looking forward to doing this more. It might not not be a weekly thing, but it depends on who who wants to be stupid. Hey, whoever wants to be a stupid... Then it's going to be a weekly thing. Then it's going to be a weekly thing. Mike, you're, this whole segment is dependent on someone in the world of wrestling being an idiot on Twitter. This will be a oh, weekly... Okay. Oh, also, it can, it can vary. It a, fa- a Facebook post. Okay, so Insta- Donald Trump is going to appear one time. An Instagram post, something like that. WrestleMania didn't have me as a guest. Lowest WrestleMania attendance figures in ages. Compare the audience in WrestleMania 23 to most WrestleMania... I'm not on it. Do the math. <laughs> and on that sobering note, I think it is time to start bringing this, oh, this to a close. So, despite the lack of the law this week, I think this one came out very nicely. So, Tyler, I thank you once again for subbing in and coming on with us. Uh, I, well, yes, I, um, I'm thankful to call. Thank, thank, thanks, for, thanks for literally dropping in. Thanks for yes, thanks literally for... dropping in. How are you, uh, how, and staying. How, how are you going to get home? Shit. <laughs> uh, we'll figure, we'll oh, figure that out. But uh, Ben, you got uh, you got two hundred dollars for an Uber from New York to Philly. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Let me check my wallet. You want you want oh, you want to ride a horse? You want a horse? I think we I think we know one. Anyway. Let's get on to the final plugs for the night. So, guys, if you liked this episode and you want to listen to more GAWP content, don't forget you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio. What's the last one? Podtastic. Click that download button, hit subscribe, leave a review, and don't forget to join the madness on our audio platforms. Then, oh, don't forget, we also have two YouTube channels. We have the official GAWP YouTube channel, which we have big plans for, and we have the GAWP gaming channel, seem to be named GAWP Games, currently named the uh, Ray Ramundo's the gaming channel, gop. I believe. The, 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 the Ray Ramundo Gop. Of course, and don't forget, Mike, where can they follow us on social media? 
Facebook at DGAWP Show or just the General Mission Wrestling Podcast. Just type it out on Facebook. Uh, Twitter at DGAWP Show. GAWP is all capital. Fantastic. And we normally plug the shirts here, but we're kind of restructuring how we'll be selling merch in the future. So no merch announcements for now. But like, yeah, that'll be figured out. But if you still want to buy a shirt, go to tpublic.com slash GAWP Show. For the time being. Uh, Yes, I uh, got the old logo, the new logo, and designs for me, Ben, uh, Matt the Daddy Coffer, and the Wall Raver Mundo. And, and when we open a new store, we're getting a Tyler t-shirt. Definitely. Hopefully. We keep promising it. This isn't one of our false promises. We will definitely get that done because he is a part of this family now, and he deserves a goddamn shirt. So we will get right on that. So guys, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the JWP. By hook or by crook, by broken microphone or no microphone, crappy audio or good audio, we always manage to bring you an episode every single week. We love doing this. So once again, guys, hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to send us a like. Interact with us on social. We love we, This is a big week for us in terms of interaction on social media because a lot of people were hitting us up on Facebook and Twitter. So, guys, the, the movement is growing. Join, yes. join the GAWP Army because we will, <laughs> we will be happy to have you. So, guys... I'm rambling at this point, so it is time to bring this to a close. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, without you, there is no fucking show. I am Avenging Ben. I'm Homo Mike. And I'm Titanic Tyler. Don't forget to keep it real, keep being awesome, and Mike, don't tell him, don't forget. Join the madness. You guys have a sick night, and please be good to each other. Have a good one. Go to... Bye, Matt. <laughs>